Right. She starts crying when she says this. Mm-hmm. Jacob felt like home to her. I don't want to imagine what kind of home that <laughs> must be. It's like when you're paying, playing MASH and you get like the shack. <laughs> oh, God. I'm sorry, Jacob. Sorry. <laughs> House, mansion, Jacob. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, welcome to the First Impressions Podcast. We're your hosts, Larson Tether and Aaron Tether. We are here to recap week three, part two, which is episode five of the Bachelor in Paradise season. Yeah. Uh, what were your general thoughts on the episode? Hmm. This episode kind of had bad vibes, but then it had a redemption arc. Yeah. Okay, the first thing I took a note on was Johnny saying, I feel like there's no girls here. Oh, really? The first thing I had took a note on was Johnny saying, are we the worst group of guys? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So basically so... The, the beach is in a bad, bad state. It's like a frat party where everyone's like, where's all the girls? Where's all the girls? Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> Ratio. Ratio. <laughs> The ratio is way, way off. And it's only going to get worse. So, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then, yeah, so, yeah, I guess that's how we open. The guys are sort of, they're just not thriving. But Michael, Michael is going to see this through. So you don't even worry about it, Lara, because he's committed, okay? He's committed to seeing this through. Yeah, for some reason, Michael still wants to get a rose because he's still on the pursuit of love, even though he can't. deal with the fact of having a serious relationship yeah he's on the pursuit of a committed casual relationship <laughs> you get it i get it yeah or he can I trauma mean, dump right <laughs> like that's what most men i've encountered want to it's like you yeah know. it's not too much to ask just because he's a son he should not get what <laughs> other men get <laughs> That's a really good point. You know, just because he's 38, does that mean he can't act like a high school boy? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. In the beginning, I was like major stressing. I was like, where's Michael going to get his rose from? You know, um, as we all were. Um, mm-hmm. And then, mm-hmm. thank God, a lovely lady walks down the steps. <laughs> Sally arrives. <laughs> Miss Sally. Miss Sally. Long awaited thoughts on sally i mean i feel like we knew she was going to be in paradise from the moment she was on clayton season (laughs) they were never going to let her go no they the day she left they signed her contract there and then (laughs) that (laughs) yep the second clayton left they entered the room with the contract (laughs) (laughs) yeah um i mean i was happy to see her like she's 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 a catch in certain ways like i feel like she's someone guys would go after which is like nice to see i like i feel like she'll cause drama which is nice yeah i was kind of excited to see her too like i think the reason like not that i found her annoying i was just like oh like sally i don't care but it's just because of what the producers did with all like the build-up for her sure and honestly i think she's kind of an icon because yeah. The fact that she missed three flights to go to paradise, like, I kind of love that for her. Mm -hmm. I like that she doesn't 
really put up with the producers and she'll just do her own thing you know mm-hmm. like the producer is going to try to hold her hostage by holding her be- luggage hostage mm. and she's not going to put up with that yeah i agree i feel like they yeah they only they just made a big deal out of the skit and all that but that's not sally's fault right and right. yeah i like that she was like look i have my real life I'll see if I can make this flight to paradise. But she's like very aware that Bachelor in Paradise is not real life. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. yeah, I like that she keeps it separate. Sally, Miss Sally has a job, okay? She's just too real for this. Miss <laughs> <just too> <laughs> Sally has a job. What 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 is that job? I'm wondering. She's a medical device sales rep or something oh okay so that's sort of why um I think she gets these like last minute sort of like things where it's something related to like she is somehow like the representative for this medical device and needs to be there in person to like calibrate it for usage sure so at the last minute like things can come up and she needs to do that so Hmm. I mean girl boss okay she's not gonna let paradise get in the way of her career yeah honestly girl boss so jen is instantly pressed okay she's instantly just <laughs> within second within milliseconds mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and sally and genevieve and shanae all talk which was mm-hmm. crazy combo of people it really was it's it's an it's sort of beautiful in a way to watch jen and shanae team up now against someone else not in the way that I support that, but just what an arc there, you know, from there right. two on one to this, it's just really something to behold. Yeah. You either die a villain or live long enough to see yourself become the hero. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that's... is the Bachelor in Paradise motto. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And oh, so we get God. another flashback. I was like, why so many flashbacks? These two episodes had so many flashbacks. Could you not find like current content to show us? Like, we've seen it. We get it. <laughs> um, and I, I, I was kind of thinking that she was kind of like the female Michael because she was just like hung up and like was never really. I don't know if she was like really ready for a, a long term relationship, mm-hmm. especially during Clayton season. Mm-hmm. And and she like doesn't want to date around. She said she's just like. Mm-hmm. She's like, I'm not looking for casual. So I guess the opposite of Michael in a way. I'm not sure. Um, but she wants something. She is here to meet her future husband. And if he's not here, then she's out of there. Mm-hmm. Which is perfect because then Justin pulls Sally for a chat. Justin is like, Sally, I've really been through the ringer. Like, oh my God, things have been so hard here. And I was like, Justin, Justin, no. <laughs> <laughs> Way, way to make this about you, Justin. <laughs> the way that guys talk about their problems. The way that men can instantly center themselves in any situation is just something I aspire to. It's incredible. To. It's like, even when you think it can't be done, mm-hmm. they will make it happen. Mm-hmm. Yep. Then Shanae and Genevieve are basically shit-talking Sally, like, immediately. Mm-hmm. Um, because... Because they've heard the Wells story, basically. They know the truth because they know the truth, Laura. They know the truth because the producer told them. <laughs> and... 
they know um, she's lying unfortunately okay. they didn't get to see the amazing skit i'm sure that would have only added to their hatred of her yeah yeah you know, no, really that would have really helped yeah but yeah so they're like well she wasn't here because she was talking to her ex so she's still hung up on her ex and she's taking up a spot and they're like should we talk to her we should definitely talk to her okay let's go talk to her um which we love that you know open and honest communication communication yeah <laughs> yeah uh yeah things just really took a turn it was uh, just everything was happening suddenly um so they decide to go and confront sally and sally's like hello uh what's the deal (laughs) (laughs) and she does admit that she spoke to her ex before coming on the show but she kind of like defends herself like yes I'm sorry I wanted to talk with someone that I had a long committed relationship to that I was engaged to before I went dating on national television um also also I think part of it that we learned is that she still works with her ex so it would sort of make sense on multiple fronts which is one if you still work with your ex like if you work with someone you probably need to tell them when you're going on the show and then if you're they're also your ex it's just like probably the respectful thing to do that makes sense and also it's like you can't just like completely cut contact right 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 so they should understand that but in general what do we think about her telling her ex i mean i think the truth is is that we'll never know the full context Mm -hmm. you know so it's almost impossible to make an opinion on that mm-hmm. um but I think I feel like people have done a lot worse you know I mean like telling your mm-hmm. ex that you work with that you're going on bachelor in paradise how is that I don't really see anything wrong with that or you know yeah I mean, people come on these shows with a full significant other back home so I don't really know what to say um yeah. what do you think I mean it does seem like she just got out of a really serious relationship and it's still fresh and I don't know if she's totally ready to date especially mm-hmm. the fact that he's still in her life and yeah I don't know I guess I do kind of feel like why well I didn't realize that they work together but it's like why do you feel the need that to tell your ex-fiance that you're going to go on a dating show is it because he's going to be sad because nothing like things still aren't completely resolved yeah I don't know I think to me it's just the respect thing like you just like if you were at one point engaged to that person like even if you're if things don't work out with them anymore if they're still in your life you mm. don't want them to like find out you're going on like not just a dating show but like a very public one mm-hmm. right they don't want you don't want them to just like see you on the previews and kind of just be like oh like mm-hmm. okay you know, you know like even if they're not like even if things are completely done between you I I don't know mm-hmm. I guess that's just like that's like sort of my I guess yeah no that makes sense be- I definitely think like with the full context it yeah of them working together right but as I said like we don't we'll never have like the full full context of their relationship it also seems Mm -hmm. like she wants to keep things private Mm -hmm. with that situation 
which again is like valid but also coming on this show you sort of need to give up your right to privacy Mm. I mean I think the core of this issue is that Sally is just not willing to go along with what producers want Mm -hmm. which is why she's gotten this terrible edit and um but I think that's also why I like her you know what I'm saying yeah did she get a terrible edit because I feel like we both like her well I I mean go ahead I really will give a lot of credit to producers that when they want us to not like someone they can make that happen and the fact that well I don't know what public opinion is but we both like she came off all right to me she came off like just like a counterculture icon well I'm sure popular opinion is probably more on her side because what producers did was so ridiculous but at the same time like putting her name on the suitcase and like having the girls find it putting the vibrator in there Like, even though it's Mm -hmm. something you can see through so easily as, like, Mm -hmm. absurd, it's still, like, pretty, like, I, you know, like, I think it is, it is their attempt at a bad edit. Sure. I guess I just feel like if they truly, like, when they truly want a bad edit someone, they know how to do it. Yeah, but again, I think it partially is because Sally gives them nothing to work with, so they just... Sure they have they like want to give her a bad edit they just literally have nothing to work with so they need to like do all these random ridiculous things yeah but anyways jen and shanae basically are angry at sally they're saying why are you here you're taking someone's spot just like she did on clayton's season Mm -hmm. and they're really coming for her like as if this is personal or something (laughs) which i guess they feel like it is and sally just sort of it's facts and she's just like there's dirt and tea on everyone on this beach and I'm not bringing it up Mm -hmm. and like you don't know the full story it's like my private business yeah she says like there's a lot of people on this beach for the wrong reasons but they just don't say it she didn't get on the the three flights basically because she didn't want her dirt to be brought up so I guess like not only is it that she doesn't um go along with what producers want I just also don't think she's wants to do the whole like huge national television thing for sure for sure which she's real for that she is and it also I think speaks to um sort of the way different contestants are treated on the show you know because she knows the second she gets on that beach there's gonna be everyone's gonna be coming for her yeah yeah versus like even Shanae, frankly, who did like actually quite vile things, knows she can show up and like maybe not like be best friends instantly with people, but you know, Shanae had a better welcome to the beach than Sally did. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of about like social capital and like clicks. Exactly. And I think Genevieve also still has that beef with Sally that Sally hooked up with Justin, or at least like, pers- oh, like that's what she thinks. Oh my God. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. So, yeah, I was confused if Sally, I was like, was this kind of a self-fulfilling prophecy? Because she was like, I knew this would happen. People would come and attack me. Mm-hmm. I was like, maybe like in the fact that she like really expected it, did that like, it, it was like bound to come true in the way she like acted towards people. I don't know. I was just confused yeah. on how it happened so quickly. Yeah. But yeah. So then Sally and Justin, they talk again um, and Sally cries and she's like, I can't be here. 
I'm too real. And she really didn't want her ex to be brought into this. And that she just wants to leave. Yeah. Another one bites the dust. Another good girl gone. Justin looks really upset. He looks like he's going to cry. That was his last chance at a rose, okay? (laughs) And... I mean, he's had a really hard time on this. Where the hell is he going to get his rose from? (laughs) (laughs) Are you going through something? Yeah. And then, so after about an hour on the beach and tons of good content, Sally is out of there. Just like that. Just like that. The wind. And James, Jacob, Genevieve, and Shanae all talk shit about her. They all celebrate. (laughs) <laughs> they yeah they're pumped this really confirmed to me that jen and aaron are sort of a perfect match yeah. because i feel like aaron likes to take on this role too yes um, they're both like the police officers of <laughs> the bachelor <laughs> i feel like, like last season they the good guy like, tm like the union leaders <laughs> <laughs> it's ridiculous yeah, yeah. Aaron really knows how to get collective action, how to like organize, Mm -hmm. how to get people rallied. Mm -hmm. He's a Um, grassroots organizer. (laughs) Honestly, he should use his powers for good. (laughs) I don't know if he's ever organized against someone and then not go home. No, Aaron has like a hundred percent success rate. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) But he handed the baton off to Genevieve this time. So beautiful. This time around. Um, so then Ashley and Jared talk and they agree that the vibe is off on the beach, which, you know, someone had to say it. Someone had to say it. It's basically like every good girl has gone home. No bad guys have gone home. Mm-hmm. It's just like, what, what is going on? It's because everyone, everyone who's a real one knows they need to just get the fuck out of there. Teddy, mm-hmm. Sierra, mm-hmm. Sally, they're like, there is nothing here for me. Yep. There's really nothing here for me. <laughs> yeah, usually they get good enough guys where like you can have really good girls who still want to stick around. Mm-hmm. But I guess not this time. But as Johnny said, uh, are we the worst group of guys? And the answer is yeah. yes. <laughs> well, okay, yeah. Because, okay, Katie's men are kind of weird and you didn't even get the good one, which is Greg. Mm-hmm. And then I honestly do think that like, Rachel and Gabby had some good guys, but the only Rachel and Gabby representation we're getting is literally freaking like Logan. Mm-hmm. Casey? Casey was Michelle. Oh, okay. Johnny. And, but okay, Logan and Johnny. Johnny, he's not bad, but he's like, I'm not sure if he's engagement material. No, no. Okay, then I was just so done with the scene of Polly dragging Sally's suitcase across the whole yeah. thing. Like, can we, this bit, I didn't laugh a single time at the Sally's suitcase bit. Like, no. who, who, in, they were not in their right minds when they were like, you know what, let's put it in a bikini and we'll put it like in the pool and it'll be really funny. Like, n- no, can you have one, one person who's in their right mind who decides the bits? Like, no. Oh my gosh. No. I just I hope they paid that guy overtime. He's just sweating <laughs> at the end of that. And I don't, <laughs> that looks I don't like blame a long him. drag. I don't blame him. Yep. Um and then everyone chats around the bar and they decide to pour one out 
and they agree that Justin has had a tough go. Justin is the real loser in this. Justin is the real victim. The real victim. <laughs> yeah. And just as everyone is sad and mopey about how there's so many guys and no good girls, someone comes strolling down the stairs. Our knight in shining armor. Peter, the pizza guy. <laughs> the pizza king. <laughs> guy. <laughs> I was like, who is this guy? I didn't remember him at all. But I blocked him out. Then I started to remember him a tiny bit because I guess he was like a half villain. Not even a half villain. A quarter villain? Maybe an eighth villain? Yeah. yeah. He was the villain for like one episode. He was a one episode <laughs> villain. He was from Michelle's season. And I guess his whole thing is pizza, being an entrepreneur. Pizzapreneur. Being a pizzapreneur, right. Sorry. Pizzapreneur. I'm so, so sorry. Yeah. Um, and then as he comes in, Jill jokes with Jacob that she's like, put your arm around me, make it look like we're a real couple because she doesn't want uh, Peter to ask her on a date. does not want to get pulled for a chat. Yeah. And I was like, "Mm, them two, them good things are coming for those two. I like Mm -hmm. that. (laughs) Um, So Peter pulls Victoria first Mm -hmm. and then he pulls Shanae and basically he just gets this edit of like all he talks about is himself and his business and his jewelry, I guess. Yeah. And Victoria did not like him. Mm-mm. So, I mean, obviously. Right, obviously. But I really enjoyed watching them chat. That was that was quite something to behold. Because <laughs> Victoria's, like, trying to go along with it. And she's like, wow, like, pizza, yeah. yeah. It's like when but... you talk to a kid and you have to, you're like, yes. <laughs> T-Rex, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tell me more about that. <laughs> Um, but then he pulls Brittany, and everything and changes. Sweet, sweet Brittany. So it's so trusting, so naive. You know, yep. she just wants to feel wanted. Yep. And Pizza Peter made her feel wanted for that little chat. This mm-hmm. is when she tells him she tells him things have been rough, mm-hmm. and we're sort of getting there's something else we'll get to later in the episode. But I just know that there is so much more to Britney's stories that they have not showed us. Because yeah. I'm like, what has been rough? I don't know anything about your journey so far. And also, like, please show us. Like, that's the kind of thing that's like, show me that instead of showing me flashbacks, instead of showing me Wells and, and a wig. Yeah, instead of showing me Wells, like, please. Yeah. Peter chooses Britney for the date. They both agreed that they had a good sort of first conversation. Mm-hmm. And they get to go on a yacht a yacht date yeah this was a nice date really nice am i missing am i missing anything i mean just like some dumb stuff happens they bring a pizza with a with pineapple on it oh basically we find out that casey like absolutely hates peter and casey really just acts like a big baby mm-hmm. like he really acts like a middle schooler mm-hmm. and i'm just like where is this coming from i guess also because casey's italian and so he's like who's this italian it's personal for him. I guess it is personal. <laughs> Honestly, I don't know what this is like pretty bad Italian representation. It's not great. It's, it's a little great. like like you know, should we be making fun of a nationality? Yeah, but I don't think people are making fun of him because he's Italian. Yeah, but it's like he's definitely Italian and they're definitely making fun of him. And his whole thing is pizza. Yeah, but nobody I think it's just like I don't think it's about the pizza. It's more about the way he talks about it. Yeah. 
I don't know. Sometimes I just feel like The Bachelor, it's like, mm, is that something we should be making into a whole yeah. thing? Probably not. Probably not. It's just like, why Why did you bring Peter here? I don't know. Why did we keep this going? It just doesn't make I any don't sense know. to me. So yeah, Peter, he's really acting up on this date. They have a conversation in the water where he's like, what did you first notice about me? And she's like, I don't know, your eyes or something. And he's like, what else? She's like, your smile. And then he talks about winning best eyes. I don't even know. And yeah, it's yeah. Basically, he just doesn't really like care or ask questions. Yeah. And yeah, he tries to kiss her. Swerve. swerve our second swerved kiss Brittany the swerved queen mm-hmm. and I love that for Brittany honestly mm-hmm. no one no one is manipulating Brittany into a kiss okay let's just get that straight Mm-mm. so back at the beach a date card has arrived um and it goes to Jacob who asks Jill right after right after he finished his at-home workout with his right. booty band which I really appreciate. Not only are we getting romance content, we're also getting fitness content. Mm-hmm. A little workout inspo. <laughs> we will be trying those exercises next week. Mm. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, so him and Jill agree that they both have a connection because their birthdays are a day apart. And they sprint off. They just sprint. They just sprint together. They just run and scream. It's really beautiful. It's like watching it TV. is beautiful. It really is. They have a very pure connection. It is. So then finally Brittany and Peter come back, luckily mm-hmm. for Brittany. And she she goes and talks with the girls. Peter talks with the boys. Obviously, we get two very different sides of <laughs> the story. Yeah, so Brittany talks with Ashley, Victoria, and Lace, which is, again, just such a beautiful girl squad. Mm -hmm. Like, I could not have curated that better myself. I didn't know I needed that, but I did. (gasps) Yeah. Yep. (laughs) And and Ashley's first question is, did you have a miserable time? (laughs) (laughs) Getting straight to it. She knows. She knows. Yeah. And Brittany is just sort of like, he was talking about himself a lot. I felt mm-hmm. like, you know, he wasn't really asking me about myself. Um, and then Peter's side of the story. Peter's side of the story is, you know, he was like, he thought they had a good conversation and that's why he asked her on the date. But that on the date, he felt like she wasn't really flirting back with him, even though he was doing everything on point. Um <laughs> And so there's just no possible explanation for this other than that she's not here for the right reasons and that she just wants to be an Instagram model, I guess. Mm-hmm. So obviously I'm on Peter's side here. Um, <laughs> totally no <agree>. flaws. <laughs> no flaws in, the, in this logic. Which is like, uh, even if she just did want to be an Instagram model, like she can still just not like you. Right. right. These two exist. things are not mutually exclusive. <laughs> Oh, and yes and yeah and then andrew and brandon talk about britney and we find out that andrew has a little crush a little ting which is so brit i really ship so it cute me too this like this is what i have been waiting for you know mm-hmm. something uncurated something organic not yep. planned yep 
just between two amazing people yeah and andrew's like what should i do and wells is like well take her to the day bed obviously it's kind of the love island equivalent of like taking them up to the balcony Ooh, the you're gonna have a smooch yeah yeah for sure for sure um and so andrew does he pulls Brittany for a chat and he's like i missed you when you were gone and she's like i missed you too um and they kiss and they kiss and And she's like really kissing him oh yeah oh yeah and she says that she feels safe with him it was very healing to watch Mm -hmm. and they're really cute and andrew Mm -hmm. just has absolutely no game and it's so adorable (laughs) kind of like the joe right he just does not know how to make moves but yeah it's, it's, it's cute he's just like a goofy goofy guy more more like awkward yeah He's very <laughs> awkward, actually. Which is funny, because he's lovely. like a football player. I know. Not that you can't have both, but it's just, like, I don't know. He's it's just, just funny. He's more comfortable with the bros, you know? Yeah, it's kind of like how Aaron last season was so awkward with girls. Right, right. Just, like, couldn't exactly. even, like, look them in the eye. No, no. Yeah. <laughs> um. So after that, we get more lovely content. Jacob and Jill go on a date. Mm-hmm. and of course i was like getting worried because it was like one of these like mexican cultural dates like it looked <laughs> like it was gonna be right, right um and then i guess it just ends up like they they meet a shaman and she you know takes them through some exercises and mm-hmm. these exercises looked amazing i was like i need to hang out with a shaman mm-hmm. i really liked the the wolf howling obviously yeah the breathing the tantric breathing that's a classic like i feel like that happens like once a season i know i know and i'm honestly so glad that a date like this went to jill and jacob because Mm -hmm. i was like finally we get people who appreciate something like yes and really lean into it yes embrace it it was so beautiful to watch because normally it's just like these stuck up weirdos who are like weird yep do you remember do you remember matt and serena's like tantric yoga date on his season oh a which tiny... was like i'm pretty sure the date that serena self-eliminated after oh. <laughs> i mean i'm not a hundred percent sure that's really funny no let's go with that there's like a 50 percent chance that let's that go happened. with that <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> that's hilarious yeah. yeah I feel like I I wouldn't even know what tantric breathing is without the bachelor no I would not that really informed me not. a lot but yeah their date was really cute um they got naked oh yeah that was quite vulnerable and Jacob was like so respectful this is when I really saw like a really nice I knew that it was in there I, I sensed that it was in there especially because he was getting an edit that was so much the other way mm-hmm mm-hmm and I was like, I don't think that's what he's really like. And he was just so respectful. And they just really brought out like the quirky sides of each other. Yeah. Yeah. We finally learned their ship name, which is Tarzan and Jilly Jane. <laughs> Tarzan and Jilly Jane. Miss mm-hmm. <laughs> <Ms>. Trizzy Trout. Maddie Trizzy Trout. <laughs> <laughs> what was the other one? It was 
I feel like they had another. It was like you're not, you're not Romeo and J- Juliet. Juliet anymore. You're Tarzan, yeah, and, Tarzan Jilly Jane. and Jilly oh, Jane. God, that's so good. Thank God she's not Romeo and Seriously. Juliet. More on Romeo later. <laughs> More to come. <laughs> More to come. Holy moly. Um, yeah, they both say that they're ready to fall in love and they have a little kiss um, as they're both in each of their individual baths. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then back on the beach, we see another birthday. Another this birthday. to be a record for birthdays. <laughs> That's what I'm telling you. They're only letting summer birthday people on. You're so right. I bet Greg doesn't have a summer birthday. No, no way. I bet isn't Greg a Pisces? He just gives me Pisces. I need to look this up. You're a Pisces, right? Yes. I'm a Leo. Grippo birthday. I think are Jill and Jacob Leos. Hmm. Oh. Greg does have a summer birthday. He's a Gemini. Whoa, Gemini men. See, that's, I'm sorry why, for... that's, that's also why Bachelor in Paradise always goes crazy because they get the summer birthdays, so they get all the Gemini. Oh, so right. Shit just goes down. Okay, but anyways, so respect to Greg. He truly just uh, didn't want to come. Yeah. Um, it is Serene's birthday. It is Serene's birthday, and we finally get a birthday that goes well i bet they tried their darndest to well <laughs> actually no i think they do want like one sweet couple no they do they do and brandon has to he has to bring up the fact that she has like childhood trauma yeah, around brandon her birthday. exposes the fuck out of I don't know like, why remember? he felt why did he need to say all of that I he's like when no one came to the birthday party <laughs> when not a single kid showed up and then your mom had to beg kids to show up to your birthday party well i brought all your friends and then it's literally just bachelor in paradise people like what would be the difference okay one he doesn't tell the story everyone sings her happy birthday everything is the same or he tells the story everyone sings her happy birthday everything is the same well, the difference is he needs recognition for it, Laura. I was like, what the hell? And then he says about himself, he's like, it's just really about doing the small things and like noticing those little moments. I was like, you can't, you can't say that about yourself. She has to say that about you. I'm just so good at noticing those little things, like her childhood trauma and, and paying attention to them. God. And then bringing them up on her birthday. I'm so good at that. <laughs> I was just like, what are you on about? Like, literally, why did you need to bring that up? Oh, my God. Yeah. But it was sweet. It was sweet. I guess. It was just like, I want credit. Look at me. I know stuff about you. Yeah. Well, Serene seemed happy. And that's what matters. That's true. But it was just like, their birthday is not the time that you flex. Right. About how you can recognize the small things. Mm-hmm. It just seemed like he really wanted a pat on the back. A gold yeah. star. Yeah. I mean, yeah, but I do think he has genuine feelings for her. So yeah, I think so too. Give him the pass. Mm-hmm. Okay, then Shanae and James have a chat, and then Logan, feeling threatened, he pulls Shanae. And mm-hmm. this was really something. This was maybe like top top two dates that I've ever seen. Maybe top one dates that like I've seen someone set up by themselves. Are you kidding me? I thought. Okay, well, let's hear it. Let's hear it. I'll, I'm open to your side. 
Okay. Well, he sets up a, a snorkel date for them in the pool. And there's like treasure that they have to find, basically. Mm-hmm. And that's, yeah, that's pretty much the date. Okay. But the thing is, Logan is like, we're going to go searching for the treasure. But then Logan is the one who puts on the snorkel and goes to find it. And I'm like, Sam, <laughs> you're the one who just hit it. So you know exactly <laughs> where it is. <laughs> Uh, oh, I thought the producers hit it. No, no, they because they showed us earlier Logan like putting the bottle in the oh. pool. Oh, that's really funny. That's Lol. so that's what I didn't like. I was like, why did you put the bottle in the pool just for yourself to go get it? Like, I would be like, give me that snorkel and let me go on the treasure hunt. Okay, okay, yeah. No, he definitely wanted to be like, I used to be a snorkel guide instructor, like, watch me do my thing. Um, mm-hmm. But I thought, like, the actual date was very cute. Like, usually people are just like, come sit on the beach and we'll have a picnic and we'll yeah. drink wine. Which is, like, cute, but it's, like, you know, it's a little tired. We've It's been done before. Right. The idea was cute. The execution was poor. And the big reveal was his lucky beads. Which, again, I would have just thrown those back in the Mm-mm. pool. Like, I don't need that. <laughs> yeah. Uh yeah, and this came off a little bit as though he was just like rose chasing because he felt like you know he was mm-hmm. in danger of not getting Shanae's rose, but I don't know. They do seem to have a real connection. Shanae was really excited about the lucky beads. So yeah, the way that she talks about him, you can tell she likes him the most because she's really only upset at him for not giving her attention. Yeah, yeah. Which is like, so you're not really angry at him. It's more just that you really like him. Right, right. So to me, it's not a love triangle. Like, I don't think there's really much competition here. I don't think so either. Yeah. Okay, then we have to finally have this saga of Jared and Ashley in the Boom Boom Room. Um, They talk about having sex again. And lo and behold, it finally happens. (laughs) whoever made this little sex montage (laughs) i'm sorry but like literally a tumblr a tumblr fan could have done better like what was it was terrible i hated it there was that there was so much to unpack there (laughs) i was like if this is i I couldn't even (laughs) i couldn't even begin to process that (laughs) like i think books could be written about that montage books wow like and the book. symbolism behind like the allegory for sex and yeah exactly yeah. exactly yeah I honestly yeah I don't know and then we get a little seven minutes and 57 seconds later mm-hmm. thing and then they also include the clip of Jared being like wouldn't it be funny if they put seven it's like pick one either do it or show us him saying that it'd be funny but don't do it and then shows that because it'd be like, okay, so, okay, the producers, the only funny stuff you do is when Jared gives you the idea. Right. And you record right. him. Right. In the boom boom room <laughs> through your security camera. <laughs> really good point. That's a really good point. I also, I saw some discussion about this online and now I'm so curious, which is like, so Ashley covers the camera with something while they supposedly have sex. Oh, right. Oh, but, God. So do the producers just oh, have like all the audio? yeah wait but also mm, i'm sure she turned their mics off right i don't know also like 
so normally if you don't cover the camera then they're just gonna see you having sex i have no idea these are all the questions on, that are on my mind is does bachelor do bachelor producers just have a lot of sex footage yeah i fear that they do but it's like I why can you not film people in the bathroom or shower but you can film people in the boom boom room is that a rule you can't film them in the bathroom or shower without like them signing something well maybe they do sign something that say mm. if i go to the boom boom room or this is like love island too like think about all the footage that those people have yeah. i don't even want to know yeah but it's it's funny because in the whole fantasy like in normal seasons where it's like the fantasy suite date the whole thing is that like that's when the cameras can't be there right so in normal seasons we don't have to deal with this issue of cameras and you kind of feel like they get a lot of privacy for their sexy time but then it's like here's literally some grainy footage of like a penis and you're like oh okay (laughs) (laughs) no just kidding that's love island season one (laughs) oh Oh, man okay so jacob and jill come back from their date Mm-hmm. and he says it's one of the best dates he's ever been on and that he wants they're to keep really there. happy yeah this made me really happy and if they if they break up during paradise i'm gonna be very very upset and yeah that gets immediately threatened because <laughs> kira comes back to the beach <laughs> that happiness does not last long mm as uh, it never minutes. does in paradise <laughs> this was crazy so they've basically just been like storing kira in mexico <laughs> <laughs> oh they god that motherfucking thing on that <laughs> <laughs> the thing being kira kira yeah oh god it's crazy how they literally will just be like okay come to mexico and then they'll just it's like okay just sit in this hotel room till we tell you you can come out it's like i would go crazy (laughs) that's probably the worst like ethical thing that's related to the bachelor and there's a lot (laughs) (laughs) but like the two week no seeing anyone stuck in a hotel room god dang so Um, you need to wait here you need to wait here until your enemy on the show goes on a date with the man you were also interested in (laughs) And we're yep. going to wait for as long as that takes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yep. I, yeah. Also, more thoughts on this later, but it's like, you're going to wait until everyone is in somewhat of a solid couple and then you can go. You can go in. <laughs> <laughs> so Kira, it's finally her time to shine because Jacob finally got his date and mm-hmm. she comes on, she struts down the beach and she wants to pull Jacob. And of course we get another flashback because we haven't had enough. And it's like, please please we, we just saw this um <laughs> we get it kira stole the drink okay what freaking ever um and it's like another jill and kira love triangle and I, honestly at this point i remember we talked about this before about like how we thought there was like maybe something more behind the scenes with jill and kira and i i feel like we were really spot on you were spot on because kira does just seem to have something out for jill's men i mean i don't know they just have the same taste in men is that what it is? Maybe. I mean, because to be fair, Kira was kind of into Jacob first. Yeah, that's true. And I'm sure when the producers were like, get back in there, Kira, they weren't like, oh, by the way, he just went on a date with Jill. Oh, sure. Right? Yeah, that's a good point. The producers probably just like, do you miss Jacob? Don't mm. you think that you guys had something special? Mm. 
this could be your last chance, Kira. You need to go tell them how you feel. Oh, you could be a producer. Of course I could. I'm very good at emotionally manipulating people. Really? When have you ever done this successfully? You wouldn't know. That's the point. <laughs> um, you know, sometimes there just are those people that you just have the same taste in men. That always happens on Love Island, too. Yeah. Yeah. So Kira pulls Jacob for a chat. And Jacob says to Jill, hold my crystals. Uh, Kira tells Jacob you know normally she wouldn't do this this is hard for her but Jacob felt like home right she starts crying when she says this Mm -hmm. Jacob felt like home to her I don't want to imagine what kind of home (laughs) that must be it's like when you're playing playing mash and you get like the shack Oh, God. I'm sorry, Jacob. Sorry. <laughs> House, mansion, Jacob. <laughs> uh, yeah, so they talk, but not for a super long time. It feels like a long time to Jill, apparently. Yeah. Jill is like, what do they have to be talking about? Mm-hmm. Um. But I think Jacob is, again, we see the nice side of him. He wants yeah. to hear her out. He doesn't yeah. want to just reject her, you know? And yeah, I mean, to be fair, she's crying. So yeah. he wants to sort of, he wants to talk to her, which, mm-hmm. which was respectful of him. Um, he was, yeah, he was kind of in like a lose-lose situation. But he, sure. turned, he turned it into a win-win. But it's just like, what are you supposed to do? Like, yeah. this girl's yeah. crying and like really putting herself out there. And like... It's unfortunate you just got back from the date, but you know, you want to be a gentleman. I feel like Romeo, this is how exactly how I felt about Romeo and Kira's conversation that one time where I was like, why is he not like getting out of this sooner? But it's like hard when someone, when you have to do that to someone. Yeah. I mean, when someone's crying, being like, you felt like home to me, I would be like, uh, <laughs> uh... Mm-hmm. yeah. But Jill feels like it's they talk for way too long and she's like, I'm yeah. going to go to bed. And everyone is like shocked by this. I guess this is like not Bachelor in Paradise norms. I don't know. It, it's like a it's like a it's like an earthquake that uh, that shakes the ground and sends Brittany running over. And <laughs> Brittany's like, Jacob, Jacob, Jill's going to bed. What are you doing? What go are you doing, Jacob? Go get your girl. <laughs> to bed. Can you believe it? She's gonna go sleep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This was a really an iconic moment. I I really I was like Brittany. What are you doing? But I was like, I I love you, and this works. This works like a charm. Jacob pretty much immediately gets up and goes to talk. To <laughs> I was surprised to see that from Brittany because I was sort of like. I was like, what's the big deal here? Like, they're just talking. But honestly, now I kind of understand it. Because Brittany is like, if we do not nip this in the bud now, yeah. it's just going to explode. If we do not get Jacob to apologize to Jill this instant, mm-hmm. they could lose that beautiful connection. But Brittany, yeah. girl's girl, yep. once again, just yep. proving the queen she is. She, yep. She's getting everyone into action, okay? Mm-hmm. Another potential grassroots organizer. <laughs> 
she could be a good like surveyor like she's good one-on-one you know what I mean right right she's gonna be like you're gonna sign you're gonna sign here you're gonna (laughs) sign okay (laughs) go get your signature okay (laughs) Mm -hmm. um yeah so Jacob's like Kira yeah oh sorry I gotta go (laughs) and he uh safe travels yeah (laughs) he just breaks up with her on the spot uh and then yeah he goes to comfort Jill it goes pretty well like they they talk about how they feel um and they they both agree that they choose each other mm-hmm. goes very well very heartwarming uh I see good things for them in the future I'm I'm cautiously optimistic yeah I honestly I could see them being like the Noah and Abigail where you're like what's going on here but then they like end up like dating I don't know we'll, we'll see what happens don't want yeah to knock on wood okay so this has left Kira alone on the beach and what is a girl to do well really what is a boy to do what is a a lonely <laughs> Romeo to do except go try to snatch snatch up a girl get your rose perhaps um mm-hmm. apolo- make amends <laughs> mm-hmm so yeah so as kira as kira's leaving right she runs into romeo yep she's sad they sort of have this weird moment where they're like oh i guess we always had something now that everyone else has rejected us yeah i guess we were always meant to be together and kira is like don't you wish you gave your rose to me (laughs) like wouldn't everything have been different and romeo's (laughs) like yeah i guess it would have been (laughs) I know. <laughs> Romeo also immediately starts crying during their conversation, like right. sobbing. Like, yeah, <laughs> he clearly has. You know, he's going through a lot. Honestly, it's crazy what these men put up through, put up with. They've been through the ringer. These men, the ringer, they stick it out. <laughs> they are so strong. Yeah. Um, and then they share a kiss. Yeah, I was so confused. Like, what is happening? Suddenly they're kissing. Very tender like, kiss. We had unfinished business. Um, and then I was like, okay, cool. Like Kira, Kira back. This is awesome. And then she says, Would you leave with me? Would you leave paradise with me? What? Mm-hmm. That's not where I thought this was going at all. Time to go. I mean, Kira doesn't have a spot there anymore. That's exactly where I thought this was going. Oh, really? This was a yeah, classic they're... Dean and Kaylin moment. But like, oh, that's true. But like so many girls have left. I thought they, they might just like let her back on the show. I guess. But they got no like they got everything they wanted out of her, you know? They're yeah. they don't want to give her more screen time. They got they got that on lock. That's so, true. They got the Kira arc. So Kira uh-huh. asked him if he will leave. And Romeo is the epitome of that meme of like the woman with like all those math symbols. Oh, like he is calculating every possible way this yeah. could go yep. and every possible thing he could say yep and if there is anything he could say to get him out of this right do you want to role but play it i don't i don't know if it's gonna come across on audio i just like literally just to exemplify how long this pause was <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah okay okay romeo would you leave the beach with me
Um, all, all right. <laughs> oh, that, that was a good payoff. <laughs> it was really funny. Um, yeah, so finally he says yes after like eons, after doing every mental calculation. Um, and I guess they, they just leave together. And the editing on this was so funny. <laughs> they zoom in on his face as they're doing their side interview. Mm-hmm. That man. I mean, I honestly just think that's kind of what his face looks like, but he does look kind of yeah. terrified. No, he looks scared for his life. <laughs> Which he should be. I think it's just like, <laughs> what did I just get it myself into? Right, right. Honestly, we should have known that there's no other way of this ending than Romeo and Kira leaving together. It was foretold. They kind of are perfect for each other also. Like two Harvard grads. <laughs> oh, I forgot about that. Two Harvard grads that have been rejected by all their other choices. Right. Right. So perfect. 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 So that's perfect. that. And they give us a little sneak preview mm. of which is now this week's episode. Yeah. Um, a phenomenon you and I are both very familiar with. Yes. Casa Amor. <laughs> Tonight. Tonight. <laughs> um, a really original idea, never been done before, completely unique, one of a kind, amazing, brilliant thinking from the producers. To be honest, I don't know if they know what Casa Amor is. I don't. Because it's do. not supposed to be people that we already know. Right. Right. Like half the fun is that it's a bunch of strangers. Right. Um, I mean, they're doing their best. And honestly, I am glad that they're making some effort at learning and improving. And trying to branch other, out. Yeah, based on yeah. other dating shows. We do need to switch it up a little bit. Um, but the girlies are not happy about this. They are not happy. And I, it just really made me think about Bachelor versus versus Love Island and the way that contestants expect to be treated. You know what I'm saying? Ooh. Because again, like on, on Bachelor in Paradise, like, there are those favorites and you you can tell the favorites are the ones who are really offended oh like Genevieve Serene like they are really they're really going through it like they are just like that's a good point versus well I mean the other differences in Love Island this is like now a standard expected part yeah but I don't know it's just so interesting because in Love Island like there's no interaction with like like the host and the producers and stuff mm-hmm. it's a lot more like I've never watched it but it's, it's more kind of like big brother style I feel like mm-hmm. so anyways I'm very very intrigued to see what happens and Eliza is coming yeah which I'm very excited about yeah it's interesting to see who they brought as the Casa More girls <gasps> and Sarah Sarah from Clayton season uh, <laughs> um i'm a sarah hamrick apologist personally but yeah. that's just that's just a bit of me 
Uh, okay. Uh, who do you want to give your rose to this week? Oh my gosh. Probably Brittany. Is that, that's kind of the obvious choice, but Brittany. Sure. Have we given it to her already? I think I gave it to her last week. But <clears throat> it's fine. I mean. Yeah, I'm going to give it to Brittany because she just, just everything she does. Oh, th- oh okay. The other thing I wanted to bring up was in her conversation with Andrew, they there's this bit where they're talking about Andrew's like, oh, it's so hard to like start over and like have those like conversations, like a small talk where you're getting to know each other again. Yeah. And Brittany's like, oh, this is hard for you. This is like the eighth time I'm doing it. And I was like, oh, excuse me. Yeah. Where's the footage? Yeah, no, and you could tell, like, he knew, he was like, yeah, like, he knew exactly what she was talking about, and I don't, I honestly don't even think eight was that much of an exaggeration. I bet this is, in reality, like, the fourth or fifth time she's had to start over, and I'm like, what, who, who, show me, show me what, ha- show like me what happened with it. Brittany. I'd like to see it. I'd love to see it. There's so many things I'd, oh. I'd love to see. Yeah, 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 I agree. Yeah, yes, I also clocked that when she said that because it just seemed like they both knew exactly what she was talking about right right the only person we really know about is casey yeah i would yeah i mean i would give my rose to Brittany, except the i don't know the like wanting to go on a date with peter was kind of an l for her So this week, I'm going to give my rose to Jacob. Hmm. He really stepped up. I feel like we saw a really nice side of him. I think Jill brings out a really nice side of him. And I just liked how respectful he was. For sure. Great choice. Thank you. Yeah. Good choice to you as well. Brittany's always a good choice. Yeah, can't go wrong. You really can't go wrong. I guess that's that's it. That's a wrap. That's all, folks. That's all. That's all she wrote. We will be back soon with episode (laughs) six and seven. (laughs) The train never stops rolling. Soon. Soon. (laughs) It'll be there. Don't you worry. Don't you worry your pretty little mind. (laughs) One day we'll get on a constant schedule. But not today. (laughs) And not tomorrow either. (laughs) 